Once again, greetings in Jesus' name. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's Problems. My theme for your meditation and concentration is Jesus is the God-man. This fulfills a divine principle that I received while I studied the Word of God. And this is the principle. God can become a man. And that man was the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But this is the eternal principle for us, humanity, human beings, man. Man tries to be God, and we see it in our world today. But this is the principle. Man cannot become God. I say Jesus is the God-man. It means God in history past decided independently, unilaterally, that he's coming to visit for himself earth. Reason being is that he is the creator of heaven and earth. So this is the principle again. This is the divine principle. God can become a man, but man cannot become God. Friend, God already came in the person of Jesus. No need to wait for another. Are you in trouble? Call upon Jesus. Are you full of anxiety, fear, stress, worry? Then let the Prince of Peace, the person of Christ, Jesus, become your associate, becomes your comforter. My motivation for preaching is Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is, one, it's alive and powerful. Two, it is sharper than any double-edged sword. Three, it penetrates even to the dividing four of the soul and spirit. Five, it goes through joints and marrow. Six, it judges the thoughts. Seven, and the attitudes of our heart. Now, complementary to Hebrews chapter 4, 12, we find this majestic text, 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture is, one, it is God-sealed, it is God-approved, it is God-breath, and it is, one, useful for teaching, two, it is useful for rebuking, three, it is useful for correcting, and four, it is useful for training in righteousness. Again, I say I'm Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for today's problems. Thank you for listening to my pastoral meditations week after week. I further request that you share my pastoral meditations with your family, friends, and acquaintances. Please visit my YouTube channel, DP Ministries. You will find 10 teaching videos for your for your personal usage. Furthermore, you can follow me also on my anchor podcast, Death Postponed Ministries.
and listen to over 100 voice note preachings for your daily meditation. So go to my YouTube channel. I've got 10 videos where I was teaching from Psalm 21 verse 1. Channel DP Ministries. Also, Anchor Podcast. Just type in the name Death Postponed Ministries and you will uh, have a library of over 100 voice note mental presentations of the Word of God for your daily meditation. I called your attention and mental concentration on my explanation of the word which a pronoun according to the English grammar. I remind you of the word of Peter the Apostle in 2 Peter 1.21. Listen to this amazing encouragement. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by God the Holy Spirit. Again, I say when you listen to my voice notes, I want you to think about Second Peter 1 verse 21. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but man spoken for God as they were carried along by God the Holy Spirit. I want to now investigate again for a second week the word which. Let us, let us just go into the clarification of God's word. Point A, the position of the word. Point one, the word which is the 21st word in Psalm 121 verse 2. Again I say, the word which is the 21st word in Psalm 121 verse 2. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Point two. The 21st word is called a relative pronoun and provides additional information about the noun or the word mentioned before, the word which, which is Yahuwah or Jehovah or Yahweh or in English the Lord. Point three. We use the word which in questions as a determiner, as an investigator, wanting to interrogate, to unravel, to get to the bottom of the point. The word pronoun, to ask specific information that was given to us in the text. Point four. The word which basically asks the question, one, who owns heaven and earth or creation? Two, also it asks the question, who created what exists today? Point three, or who is the cause behind the cosmos? Who brought heaven and earth, the galaxies, the planets, the moon, the stars, the sun, dark matter, 
deep space, out of space, the things seen and the things unseen. The question tonight is that we believe by the deduction of the word that Jesus is God. Remember, God, more than 2,000 years ago, did something majestically, did something supernaturally by taking on humanity. Not to condemn, but to redeem. Not to reject, but to receive. So God came into enemy territory and he settled to form a kingdom of those who believe that God has sent Jesus to the world. So point five. Remember the pronoun stand in the place of the noun, the word which. So for our study, the word which stand in the place of the word Yahweh, or in English, the Lord, capital letters. Point six. The word which is the 21st word in Psalm 21 verse 2, and comes, and it comes with a lot of significance. What is significant of the number 21? Point A. In Hebrew, chamatria, the number 21 refers to the divine name of God as I am. So in the place of the word which stands I am have created the world. Point B. The name I am is found in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14. God said to Moses, remember, God revealed himself unto Moses. Moses did not expect this. Moses did not call for this. God showed up and God revealed himself. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. I was, I am, and I will be. This is what you are to say to the Israelites as per the question of Moses. If I go to my people and they ask me who sent you, what will I say? Point C. The name I am is a reflection of God's absolute being. Now remember, God is status quo eternal existence. He's the absolute being in the and beyond the entire universe. Point A. God is the only self existing in the universe. B. He is self-sufficient, meaning God don't need you, God don't need me, but we, if we want to make it, in this world, we've got to be reliant, dependent, and trusting the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I say again, the sun and the moon and the stars, space, planet, galaxies are still in our midst, are still in our world, based and only because they are dependent they are reliant on Creator because God calls the sun, God calls the moon, God calls the stars, God calls the planets, God calls space and the galaxies. He calls them into existence. So I want to say this tonight, that man will not have the audacity 
to destroy the universe. No, no, no. God brought it from nothing into existence. So God will sustain it. God will renew it. And heaven and earth will pass away. But God will always be eternal. He is the status quo eternal existence. So in Hebrew, the number 21 referred to the divine name of God as I am. What is also significant of the I am is only God is life in and of himself. Jesus says, if you believe in me, even though you die, yet shall you live. So he is the guarantor. He is the one, he is the source, and is the course of life. He's the substance of the entire universe. He calls it into existence. Point D. With reference to creation, God existed before. I say God existed before he brought creation into existence. Meaning God is the reason that caused creation to be. So we can say God caused creation, God sustained creation, and God eternally directs creation from start to finish. Remember Matthew 24 verse 35. About the character of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Now this is revolutionary. We live in a world where things change by day. There is no stability in sinking sand. But listen to this. God has the power to solidify sinking sand and gives us a strong foundation. Jesus is the cornerstone. Jesus is the firm foundation. Jesus is the rock of our salvation. I want you to remember Hebrews chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. And I quote, This is characteristic of creation, not of God. Listen to this. Hebrews chapter 1, 11 and 12. They will perish, heaven and earth, but you remain. Jehovah, he will remain, and they all will become like old garments. Moth destroy fabric, rust destroy steel, and thieves come and steal. So there's no permanency in our world today. They, they, they promise us the world, but there's death, paralysis of mentality, there's anxiety, there's fear, there's stress, there's worry in our world today. And the only rescuer, the only redeemer, the only savior, the only protector, the one who never slumbers nor sleeps, is the person of Messiah, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Listen to this. They will become old like a garment. And like a mantle, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will also change. We live in a temporal world. Everything temporal will die. There's no permanency in our world. But what is majestic? What is amazing? But you, hallelujah, Jehovah, 
Yeshua, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As he is today in the presence of God, he's the, he's the same, and your years will not come to an end. Let me say again, Hebrews chapter 1, 11 and 12. This is majestic. It speaks about man, and it speaks about God. They will perish, me and you, and everything we own, whatever we possess, whatever is, if we have a billionaire status, millionaire, thousands, or, or whatever, it will come to an end. Whether I'm a politician or a priest, it will come to an end. But the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will move unabatedly from eternity unto eternity. They will perish, but you remain. And they all will become old like a garment. And like a mantle, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will change. We are changeable. And whatever changes has no permanency in itself. That's why we come into the world and we die out of this world. Only Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to die in your place and in mine. He conquered death and the grave, the systems of our world, and he exists beyond the universe. Even the highest of heavens cannot control, cannot contain, cannot stop him. He is majestic. He is Jehovah, Jireh, the provider of the cosmos. But you are the same, and your years will not come to an end. This is the person of Christ. Point B. How to reveal a revelation behind the word which that I that I received while I was busy investigating. Point two. The revelation of the word which in Hebrew. Point one. The English Bible is a translation for the original text, Hebrew and Greek. Point two. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And the New Testament in Koine Greek. Point three. So to fully understand the meaning of the word which I had to explore in Hebrew translation, the counterpart in the Hebrew. Point four. The word which in Hebrew is called Azer E Y Z E R. Five, after allocating a numerical value to each letter in the word Azure, I discovered the hidden meaning behind this word. Point six, the word Azure has a numerical value of 1518, 1518. Applying the reduction rule to 1518, the final value is the number 15. Now you may ask, what is the meaning of the number 15? Let me give you a quick snippet of that. Point A. 15 in Hebrew can be expressed with the letters Yot 10 and A5 means Yot He comes to the number 15. Point B. The number 15 is one of the names of God. This world was created 
with the concept of 15 in mind. Point C. 15 represents the chamatea for the word hod or yod, meaning the glory of God, the splendor of God, the majesty of God, the magnificence of God, and the majestic splendor of the person, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point D. 15 always represents an elevation from the physical to the spiritual. So when I praise and say hallelujah, I'm elevated to the dimension of God. God is spirit. So he meets us when we elevate our spirit to meet with him. Point E. The physical world was created in six days, and a spiritual dimension was added to it the seventh day. Point F. Finally, 15 is the Hamatea equivalent for the divine presence of God in our world. Now, God has never been seen by the naked eye of man. Because the reason why God cannot be seen is not a curse, but a blessing. Because the Bible says very clearly, if you see me, you cannot love. You can die immediately when we see the presence of God. That's why God says to Moses, there's a cliff, go in there, and I will pass. And what happened? The majestic right hand of God covered Moses as God passes by. It is the mercy and grace of God operational to preserve us in the land of the living. We will not die by the works of Satan, of Lucifer, of demons, of evil spirits, and those who are demon-inspired, but we will be protected by the majestic, the operational hand of God throughout eternity. What was revealed in the number 1518? Or what is the name behind the word Azar? Let me give you what I've received. One, the Hebrew Hamatea, number 1518, or 1518, represents the name of God, that of Yahovah, Jehovah. Point two, the name Yahovah means the name above all other names. You have the Pope, you have the bishops, you have apostles, you have uh, reverends, you have pastors, you have, you have imams, you have all these religious titles. But I say we are all from the earth. Jesus is from above. That's why his name is above all other names. The name Jehovah means the name above all other names. Therefore, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Point three. The name Jehovah is revealed in a conversation with Moses on Mount Horeb at the burning bush. As per Exodus chapter 3 verse 13. Listen to this. And Elohim meaning God, said unto Moses. 
This you ought to say to the children of Israel. God is speaking. And when God speaks, we need to abide. We need to concentrate. We need to listen to the person of God. This is what he says. Yahuwah, or Jehovah, Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim God of Abraham, the Elohim God of Isaac, the Elohim of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. Remember, the name Jehovah is an eternal name. It can never come to an end. And this is a very remembrance to all generations. What's the implications of the self-revelation to Moses? I ask you the question, what is the, what is the implication, what is the meaning of the self-revelation for you and for me today? One, three times God mentioned unto Moses that he visited Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. Individually, separately, and at different times. Point two. God is both the signatory to his divine covenant with each one of these men. And as God is also the underwriter of the said covenant. God does not gave us a covenant, but he is the underwriter. It means he is the guarantor. He's the he's the one he's the, the one that neither slumber nor sleeps to ensure that his promises will come into play. Point three, the declaration of God, the words, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, confirm God existed independently and that Jehovah is the creator of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Point four, God is the eternal being. It means there is no date of God's Coming into existence, he existed before time. He existed before creation. He existed before Adam and Eve. He existed before empires, before governments. We are Johnny come lately. God has never come to an end. God will continue on a better life. He will continue. So God is, God is the eternal, eternal being. Status quo, eternal existence. Point five, his name, Yahuwah, or Jehovah, cannot change, but will endure for all times and for all generations. Six, God's eternal name before coming into our world is Jehovah. Point seven, the name of God must be remembered at all times. Once again, I want to give you an observation pertaining to the eternal name of God. I think it's important that in the midst of our problem of COVID-19 and a, and, a, and a progressive change in our world, the Antichrist is planning to take over our world. But remember, this physical world, heaven and earth, does not belong to the Antichrist. It does not belong to the man of perdition. It belongs to the Messiah, the Lord, the anointed, the appointed, and the approved one of God, Jesus Christ. One, in the Old Testament, Abram, Isaac, and Jacob 
was delivered because they call upon the name of Yahweh or Jehovah. Listen to this majestic text in Joel chapter 2 verse 32. And I quote, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of Jehovah shall be delivered for in the Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance as Jehovah has said and in the remnant when Jehovah shall call. Point three. Now this Jehovah, Yahweh, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, demands exclusive worship. Exclusive worship of Jehovah only is demanded as per Exodus 34 verse 14. For you do not bow yourselves to another mighty one for Jehovah whose name is Jealous is a jealous Elohim or is a jealous God. Now it speaks about God's passionate love for his creation. He brought you and me into existence so the only one that has rightful ownership of worship is the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point four. Jehovah is creator. As per Isaiah chapter 42 verse 5. Listen to this. This is what Elohim, Jehovah said. The creator of the heavens who stretches them out, who spread out the earth with all that spring from it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk in it. So animals, humanity, even the existence gets their life from God. I want to move to a close. I want to look at the third point. God becomes a man. One of the greatest miracles in, in the history of humanity for all times. Never going to be experienced again. It is a one time only that God took on humanity, took on human flesh. It was a kind of a disguise to come and trap Satan in his schemes, and at the cross, Satan was defeated. Point one. This eternal principle was given to me, and I want to reiterate that I'm convinced that the Holy Spirit manifested this to me. God can become a man, but man can never become God. They try to be God. That is the, 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 the AI, artificial intelligence, because there is a desire of man to be God. They cannot promise eternal life because built into the billionaires, built into these empires, is the element called death. They will die, but Jesus will continue eternal life. Point two. The meaning of the name Jesus. Because people are questioning how can I call Jesus God? Now let us explain. Jesus comes from the Latin word of Jesus. Which comes from the Greek Jesus. Which stems from the Aramaic Yeshua. However, 
the full Hebrew name of Messiah is which is spelled Yahushua. Yahushua. Or Joshua. Point three. The name Yahushua means Jehovah delivers or Jehovah saves. Four. I wish to explain the concept God, the God man, from the reading of Arby theme, Julia, in his book, The Divine Outline of History, Dispensations and the Church, 1989 edition. Listen to what he says about Jesus being the God-man. One. Now this is important. At the virgin birth, God the Son took upon himself through humanity. And he became a new person, the God-man, the unique person over the entire universe. Never was there any man that in him was two natures, God and man at the same time. Point two, Christ unites in himself the essence of God and the essence of man, forming a new united essence called the hypostatic union. Point three, now in the person of the incarnate Christ are two natures, divine and human, inseparably united without loss or mixture of separate identities, without loss or transfer of properties or attributes, the union being personal. The God-man is one person and is eternal. He will be the God-man forever. So what's important, we find that undiminished deity took upon himself to humanity. This qualifies my statement, my principle, that God has the power to become a man, to took on humanity, but man can never do the same. Man cannot become God. Why does the undiminished deity is important for you and for me? One, he became undiminished deity, one, to be the savior of the world. Hebrews chapter 2, 14 and 15. Philippians 2, 7 and 8. His undiminished deity, two, to be the mediator between God and man and man and God. Job 9, verse 2, 32 and 33. 1 Timothy 2, 5 and 6. He is undiminished deity, point three, to be the great high priest representing man before God. Hebrews 7, 4 and 5, 14 and verse 28. Chapter 10 and 5, from verses 10 until, until 14. Now what is majestic is that the undiminished deity, the person of Messiah, Jesus Christ, he became human to fulfill the Davidic covenant to be the king of Israel, the son of the greatest son of David. Second Timothy 7, 8 to verse 16. Psalm 89, 20 to 37. What is the summary of facts for faith? One, the name Jehovah means the name above every other name. 
Point two. In Philippians 2, 19, in Philippians 2, 9, Paul the Apostle designate the title of Jehovah to Jesus Christ or Jehovah. This is what he says. Elohim, God, therefore has highly exalted Jesus and given him a name which is above all other names. The God of the Old Testament has his name means a name above all other names. Jesus, the Son of God, received a name beyond all other gods. Listen to this. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Those who are in heaven, those who are on the earth, and those who are under the earth. Now it seems to me, that under the earth means there's a place of waiting. They are under Operation Futsal. And every tongue should confess that Jesus, Messiah, is master to the esteem of God the Father. The coming of Jesus Christ split history into B.C. and A.D. And indeed we and indeed became unto us in human form, lived and died to save us from sin, Satan, this life, and degradation. Now Romans 10 verse 13, whosoever calls upon the name of Jehovah, Jesus Christ, you will have guarantee to of salvation, of deliverance. The golden key to overcoming everyday life, every obstacle, disease, whatever curtails you, is call upon the name of Jesus. When I call upon the name of Jesus, God cured me from blood cancer. I'm not alive by might nor by power, but because I call upon the eternal everlasting name, Jehovah, my Lord and Master, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk. Ancient principles from the Bible for today's problem. My theme, Jesus is the God-man. What is the principle? God became a man, the person Jesus. But man can never be God. May you listen to God's word. Visit my podcast and listen to my YouTube channel for your mental stability in singings and time. The peace of the Lord be upon you. Amen.